1: Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured, not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value.
2: If you love to be remembered as the person who gives the best birthday gifts, I'm here to tell you that 1-800-Flowers.com is your ultimate birthday gifting destination. 1-800-Flowers has thoughtful and artfully created options that are guaranteed to deliver the best birthday surprise. Shop thousands of unique gifts at 1-800-Flowers.com for exclusive offers and great values. To order today, visit 1-800-Flowers.com slash tune in. That's 1-800-Flowers.com slash tune in. What grows in the forest? Our
3: imagination and our family bonds.
2: The forest is closer
3: than you think. Find a forest near you at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council.
4: We've
1: all felt left out. And for people who move to this country, that feeling lasts more than a moment. We can change that. Learn how at belongingbeginswithus.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council.
5: Hi everybody, welcome to the Saturday Podcast. As you know, RJ Bell comes up. The wise guys look at my blazing five, so here you go. That's
1: a hot one. Let's blaze it up. Fire it up. It's Collins Blazing Five. Giants said Lions. This
5: is an easy one. Giants plus six and a half. Absolutely. The Lions were really tasty early, but do you know in the last three weeks, the players stopped listening. Their defense last three weeks, total defense last in the league, and they traded a popular safety to Seattle this week. It did not sit well in the locker room. Also, the Lions running back, Carryon Johnson's been put on the IR this week. So this is going to be a Stafford-led offense, A defense that is regressing, and I get six and a half points against the Giants team. Let's be honest. Daniel Jones won't face pressure because Detroit doesn't get to the quarterback Giants. Upset winner. Don't sell them yet. 27-26 New York.
1: Broncos at Colts.
5: Colts minus four and a half. Like it? I love it. First of all, Indianapolis is healthier, not just physically, but emotionally. Denver. Flacco sacked eight times. There's arguing in the locker room. That first round left tackle's a bust. John Elway's under pressure. They just traded away Emmanuel Sanders. How do you think that sits in a locker room with a bad team? We just trade away our best offensive player. Jacoby Brissett's good, folks. He's big, he's strong, he doesn't make mistakes. In Indy, well run, buttoned down, 16 games. In their last 16 are 13 and 3. Only the Patriots and the Saints are better. They're healthier. They don't make mistakes. They're at home, and they're in a dogfight now. They're in a dogfight playing every week with absolute urgency. Indy by a touchdown, 27-20.
1: Jets and Jaguars. Again,
5: don't overreact. You know my rule, Joy. A team with talent that gets humiliated on Thursday night football, uh, NBC's late game or Monday night football, Always bounces back. The Noahs win, but they were humiliated. Jets plus six and a half at the Jags. I'll take it. Gardner Minshew, he's fun. They love him on Twitter. In his last two weeks, he's been exposed. He completes under 50%, one TD, one pick, and a passer rating under 69. He's a small guy, drafted later with an average arm, and he's been exposed. Adam Gase is coaching for his job. The Jets, Sam Darnold, I listened to him all week. They're in a very good mindset. They played like crap. They were humiliated. They don't want you to think that's who they are. And by the way, they get Herndon, in the tight end back finally for the Jets. They're ready to roll. I think the New York Jets go down to Jacksonville. It's not hot down there right now. They'll be fine. The weather won't expose them. 28-24 New York.
1: Panthers at 49ers. Favorite
5: bet of the week. Like it. I love it. I'll take Carolina plus six. Listen, Jimmy Garoppolo... There's a reason they went out and got Emmanuel Sanders. They're all beat up and really young at wide receiver. They have not been as good as we thought. But Emmanuel Sanders has only been there a week. He's been there, what are you going to do? He's only been there a week. And so I think you have a Carolina defense that blitzes fewer than any defense in the NFL. Listen to this, yet they lead the NFL in sacks. What does that tell you? This is a great defense with an excellent defensive head coach that gets to the quarterback without bringing extra pressure. And by the way, Kyle Allen's not great, but he doesn't make any mistakes. Go back to 1991. He's up there with Tom Brady most passes without a pick to start his career. So I think Jimmy Garoppolo is the quarterback that's under equal duress, a little more mistake-prone. I also think San Francisco, think about this, Kyle Shanahan went back to beat the team that – Fired his dad. He gave his dad the game ball. Emotionally, San Francisco comes back just a smidge. Now, I don't know if Carolina wins, but I'm taking the six points. 27-26 either way. I'll take San Francisco to win by a point, but I'll take the six.
1: Raiders at Texans.
5: Houston minus seven. Some places six and a half will go seven because, you know, we're honest. Oakland's three losses, they've been blown out. And I don't know if Josh Jacobs, their running back, is going to play, and I like him a lot. This is real simple to me. Oakland doesn't pressure the quarterback. Deshaun Watson is 7-0 when he's sacked one or fewer times. So I get an incredibly, incredibly comfortable Deshaun Watson. For the record, Houston now is a very solid running team, eighth in the NFL in rushing. Carlos Hyde's been great. Very good. Duke Johnson can catch it. This is not all Deshaun Watson now. He's got star receivers. He's got a pass-catching running back. He's got Carlos Hyde. They've upgraded the offensive line. And since Khalil Mack left the Raiders, last in the NFL in sacks. They do some things well offensively. They don't get after the quarterback. So a comfortable Deshaun Watson. They had that game last week. Guy drops a ball. They were going the winning drive. I'm going to take Houston to win in cover 31 to 21. So I'm going to take the underdog Jets, the favored Colts, the underdog Giants, the underdog Carolina Panthers, and the favored Houston Texans. All right, let's bring in RJ Bell from pregame.com. Show is called Straight out of Vegas on Fox Sports Radio 6 to 7 Eastern. Twitter handle at RJ in Vegas. So let's start with this. Broncos at the Colts, minus five. Um, Indianapolis, and I liked them last week with the upset, is a very healthy team. And I was talking to Greg Cosell this week, and you and I both like him, RJ. And he makes the point that we have just undervalued Jacoby Brissett arm strength, coachability, size. And he said, when he came out of college, I thought he looked a lot like Big Ben. Well, I think the Colts are a real team team. With a dominating offensive line at home, I'll swallow the five. What do the wise guys say?
6: Uh, Agreement here for sure. What I would say is the line being this short, whereas I think the average fan's going to look at and say, oh, the Colts for sure, I think that's a sign. There are some sharps that do still like this Denver team. In fact, last Thursday when Denver was only a three-point dog, now think about that. Kansas City went to Detroit. They were favored by six and a half in that game. It got up to seven. Then they go to Denver, and they're only favored by three. A lot of respect for this Denver team. I think it's wrong at this stage. And here's the main reason. The season's over. They're trading guys away. Mm-hmm. Sanders gone. And when you've got a team that's used to winning, now I know they haven't won every year, but the Vaughn Millers of the world have a Super Bowl ring. They've played in two Super Bowls. Once the season's over, they've let, they've uh, motivationally, Denver has really dropped off in the last few years as they've lost. So I think there's a big motivational question for Denver. And if you look at the stats for the Colts, you mentioned their health. They had multiple games this year in which they were not healthy at all. Big absences. And all of those stats are blended in. If you look at the team that's on the field now, much better than Denver Agree on the Colts.
5: I'm going to take the Texans minus seven. I would prefer six and a half, but seven feels okay. When Deshaun Watson is sacked once or fewer times, and I think he'll be incredibly comfortable this weekend, the Texans are hard to beat, and Deshaun Watson flourishes. The Raiders, since they traded Khalil Mack, RJ, they just don't get after the quarterback. It is a major issue, and I think a a weary road-traveled Raiders team goes to the Texans, and I think Texans, after that loss last week, you know, a little nasty attitude. I like Houston comfortably here. What do the wise guys think?
6: Now, 6.5 is out there, so what I'm going to do is grade it at 6.5 and and give you agreement. No – self-respecting wise guy would ever lay seven when they can lay six and a half so i can't right i can't but but let's say this if i had to play the game at seven i still would play welding instructor alex declare knows firsthand how
0: vr training platforms like forge fx can help meet the demand for skilled workers
7: anywhere you go look there's going to be a shortage of welders
0: vr training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career
7: the beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more
0: stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact.
4: This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class.
7: And mascots.
8: Why would you stay anywhere else? Graduate Hotels is the perfect spot for the next time you go see a game and need somewhere to crash. They have over thirty hotels coast to coast, down south, all over the Midwest. So odds are there's one where you're going, especially for games in
7: the big conferences. You can check out all of Graduate Hotels locations at GraduateHotels.com. And when it's time to book, get up to thirty percent off your stay with code CRShow. C-R-S-H-O-W. That's good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Go book your stay at graduatehotels.com. Hey,
6: Houston. And you touched on some of the key points. Pressure. Some teams, and I'll give you an example, Tennessee. If Tennessee can run the ball, their offense is pretty good, decent. If they can't run the ball, they have no offense. I think with Houston, if they can defend... Uh, Or the O-line can block, defend against the sacks, I guess you'd call it. I think that this is, you know, maybe the third best team in the AFC. I mean, legitimately. They traded Tunzel, got him, actually traded two number ones. I know you were a fan of that pick. I wasn't. But, boy, it really makes the case that the blocking is so, so important for Houston. Oakland just doesn't have that pass rush. The only caveat is two of the tackles are questionable for Houston. So what I would do in this game myself is wait until you see the status of those tackles. If they end up playing, I really do like the Texans.
1: This is your Wendy's Wake Up Call. Start your day with a better breakfast and get a free drink with any of our morning-making breakfast sandwiches. That's your favorite drink in a Wendy's cup, free. Fresh-brewed coffee, free. Diet Coke, free. Free vanilla frosty chino that's cold brew plus frosty creamer plus free so don't sleep on this deal get any size drink in a wendy's cup free when you buy any breakfast sandwich choose wisely choose wendy's limited time only participating wendy's on the card only Offer valid upon request on lowest priced qualifying item not valid for third-party delivery
3: look to your children's eyes to see the true magic of a forest it's a storybook world for them you look and see a tree they see the wrinkled face of a wizard with arms outstretched to the sky And connect with this. We reconnect with each other. The forest is closer than you think. Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council.
5: All right, Jets plus six and a half at the Jags. Gardner Minshew was a fun story early. Last two games, he's been exposed as a fun quarterback who's small with an average arm. The Jets were humiliated on Monday football. Sam Dartle's mindset, still excellent, gets his tight end back. And Adam Gase, I'm told Joe Douglas, it could be a one and done for Gase. There's urgency. He's coaching for his job. I'm going to lay the six and a half against, I think, a limited Jags offense.
6: I'm disagreeing here, disagreeing. I just do not like that Jets team. Let, let me ask you this question. You said Gase could be one and done. Yes. I agree, I agree with that. Do you think – how is that an advantage? Because if you think about it, in theory it could motivate him, but, you know, spinal tap style, you can't really go past 10. I mean, with as bad as the season's been, you got to figure Gase is motivated anyway. It feels like that added pressure just creates an environment in the building that could be negative. I'm not saying for sure it is, but I listen to a good bit of New York radio. It seems to me the whole Gase is blaming everyone behind their back. Like he's talking to the press, saying, "Oh, it's really this person's fault." That stuff has been going on a bunch. I hear. Have you heard anything? Well, along I mean, those
5: Gase, lines? Gase is very rigid. He's Kyle Shanahan, but not doesn't have the personality of Kyle. And I think it's problematic. He didn't want to hire Greg Williams. Greg Williams was forced on him. It's an icy relationship in the building. So, and Joe Douglas is going to separate those two at the end of the year. But I think Gase wants to at least down the stretch say, listen, I went seven and nine. Greg Williams was trying to knife me in the back, which Jeff Fisher has claimed Greg Williams can't be trusted. Gase has to put something on tape that he's proud of.
6: No, no, I have no doubt he's motivated. I I just feel like it could be a negative. And, you know, I, I guess I'll say two quick things. One is, I think Darnold had, or objectively, he had one of the five worst passing games of the last five years. Yeah, he was really bad. So, to me, in general, it would be motivation. Yeah, let's bounce back. Or it could be the confidence is shot. Right? So, that worries me. Last thing, you say that the stash has been exposed except they just dominated the Bengals. I mean, if you dominate a team, I'm not sure how a quarterback gets exposed, meaning I know his stats weren't great, but I don't think that he really played badly against the Bengals. So I still think of all the guys, the young guys that came in, the accidental starters, as I call them, they, I think Minshew is the one The real serious film guys actually are the most surprised by the way his eye level stays downfield. So I'm not saying he's going to be a starter for you know years, but I do think uh, I wouldn't say he's been exposed yet. Maybe he will be, but I'm going to go with Jacksonville here.
5: I'll take the Giants plus six and a half at the Lions. Lions let uh, traded a safety early in the week to Seattle. It did not play well in the locker room at all. They started the season strong, but over the last couple of weeks, it's not the same team. They're not good in the second half. They're lousy on third down. Now, the Giants are the healthiest they have been. My reservation is, is Saquon Barkley healthy? But here I'm going to go, this is a number, six and a half is too much. I don't think Detroit, I don't think they'll bury the Giants. I don't, I don't think it's a good locker room now. Uh, I don't think they're terribly efficient. And I'm going to go Giants plus six and a half. What do the wise guys think?
6: Okay. Or there's a disagreement amongst the wise guys. So, for example, on straight out of Vegas, Fezzik, who is a – he's been on with us here on the pod. excellent. Excellent. Only two-time Super Contest champion. He actually had an early best bet on the Giants plus seven in that case. It was a couple days ago. So, you got some agreement there? I personally disagree. If you look at Barkley – He's he he averaged three point eight yards against the Cardinals. Yeah. Now, obviously not a great team, the Cardinals. He's been averaging five point eight over his career up to that point. Something just isn't right. Now the Lions really aren't very good defensively against the run. They give up four point seven per rush. So if Barkley is healthy in the last week, he get he got healthy. I would change my opinion. I just don't have any reason to think he is. And what I know for sure is Matt Stafford, when he has time, is unbelievable. Without pressure this year, 9.3 yards per attempt, 12 touchdowns, three interceptions only, quarterback rating 120. Giants are one of the worst teams in the league getting pressure. But I agree with you 100%. When Slay came out after that trade and is cursing at the team on Twitter – I think that's a huge problem. I think Patricia wants to be Belichick, but he doesn't have the equity with the players that Belichick has. I think you're right about all that. I just think the Giants are so overrated still. And I had him last week against Arizona, and I was just playing wrong. So I'm personally disagreeing. I would say the wise guys –
7: C-R-S-H-O-W. That's good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Go book your stay at graduatehotels.com.
6: Overall, agree with you, Colin.
7: Finally, Panthers
5: plus six. I'm going to take Carolina. This is a pretty easy one for me. First of all, Emmanuel Sanders comes over uh, in that trade to the Niners, but he hasn't been there long enough to make a huge difference. Uh, this is a wide receiving core that's injured and incredibly young. They'll be pretty one-dimensional, I believe, trying to run the ball. And let's be honest, Carolina makes no mistakes with Kyle Allen. None. They have a great running game. And once again, Ron Rivera has created an excellent defense. So we think the defense is dominant in San Francisco. It's excellent in Carolina. This was one of my easier ones. I like the Panthers plus six, a mistake-free team getting a lot of points that plays
6: real defense in what I think could be a low-scoring game. This is sharp, sharp, sharp agreement because it's not obvious. And as you dig in, it gets more and more solid. And I think you had a wonderful handicap there. A couple other factors, though. Off of by Carolina. So imagine Cam gets put on the shelf. You're thinking season's over. You've got an undrafted quarterback. Now you could say, oh, he looked good, Allen, in Week 17 last year, which he did. And then Carolina goes and drafts a quarterback in what, the second round or third round, I don't recall, but a high round. So they didn't really like Allen either. 4-0 straight up, 4-0 against the spread. Now I will have one caveat. He's fumbled a bunch. He's fumbled five times in these four games. His hands actually, and we did the research on this, nine and three-eighths inches. NFL, wants you, quarterback's up to 10, is the starting point for them where they're comfortable. So that is a concern to me, but I still like Carolina because I love the buy situation here. When you've got a hot streak, then you go to London, you dominate a, a fairly decent Tampa team, then you have the bye, big, big advantage. And then on the other hand, San Francisco, of the last four games... This is the one they care about least. Think about it. Monday night football, home against Cleveland. That was a big, big game Monday night, right? Obviously. Then to Los Angeles to play the Rams. Big, big game. And then to Washington. Well, why would that matter? Well, Shanahan had such a vendetta in that game. He gave the game ball to his dad after the game. He was so upset with Washington. I think there was a slight letdown here. Total agreement, Carolina sharp.
2: Nutrisystem Inc.
9: Bonus
5: pick, um, for much of the week, I thought I was going to bet Cleveland plus 10, 11, 12, 13, whatever the number was. Uh, And then, um, because New England short week, Cleveland a bye, then I got the goat shoes, OBJ talking about love for Tom Brady. We got Jarvis Landry making a guarantee. We've got Baker Mayfield ripping the refs on a game two weeks ago, and I thought this young team once again – Can't get out of its own way. And I said, I'm not going to make it a pick, but I do think I would take Cleveland and anything over 11, uh, whatever the line is by the time this airs, what would the wise guys say? What would the number be? You'd be comfortable with, or what do they say on this?
6: Well, this is one where I think a lot of the duct tape on the shoe guys, as we've talked about, those old school wise guys are going to be on the Browns. Yeah. I think the sharper ones are going to be on the Patriots or passing. And here's why with the Pats, we talked about it in the last week or two, is Belichick since 2002, him and Brady, in the those uh, since that time, even the games Brady missed, by far the best against the spread. This is a team winning championship after championship. It's the definition of a public team, the Patriots. And still, they exceed expectations. They're still cheap. I think for the listeners, if all they did was say, it's Patriots or pass. Every game the Pats are in, as long as Belichick's there, they're probably going to be ahead of the game. And I'll say one last thing. If you think about the Browns, what is one of their big limitations? Freddie Kitchens, yeah. coaching. Well, if someone's going to exploit a mediocre mediocre coach, <laughs> it's Belichick, <laughs> right? Hey, by the way, I got, one of my great joys, and I'll keep this very short, is I get to ask you questions about your show. Yeah, uh, You were so upset, it seems, at Mayfield on Thursday's show. You called him a goof. You were... Like, that's the most—I've listened to you for over 10 years every day. That's the most intense I think I've heard you in 10 years. What was behind that?
5: Well, first of all, he doesn't even know what the First Amendment is, freedom of speech. (laughs) So he wants you to believe he's so smart. So it's like you don't even understand freedom of speech. Secondly, the the city of Cleveland, the GM, the owner, they rolled the dice on him. He was not— a 5'11 and a half cocky th- run from the cops quarterback cops quarterback right true okay so he runs from the cops he's cocky he's small he's marginally athletic the organization embraced him let him do all these commercials and yet he's saying you know the refs got to be accountable against seattle there was no pressure he was awful so he lacks total and utter self awareness which would be fine if he wasn't so obnoxious. And I was just, I was over it. I'm like, you're a goofball. (laughs) If if an organization gives you an opportunity, a company, that you really don't deserve, you have a police video running from the cops, and a year later, two years later, you're asking other people to be accountable, it just it drives, it just, I, I snapped. There you go, I snapped.
6: I loved it. I loved it. You got to wonder, though, and this does worry me a little bit. Being someone in my forties, is the millennials? They look at Baker, and it seems like they're they're hugely supportive of him.
5: Well, cocky and obnoxious works on social media. Mm-hmm. A lot of things work on social media. You know, I say this all the time. Uh, I'll give an example. So I'm on cable. We might as well expand this. we got some time. Uh, On cable television, I'm allowed an advantage over other radio guys. So I I get the very next morning, minute-to-minute ratings. So I know exactly what works and what doesn't. On your show, for instance, it's a radio show. You don't get that. Radio ratings come out three months later, two months later. So I have this advantage. So stuff works on social media, China, LeBron story, that is a death sentence for television ratings. So ESPN went all in on that for two or three days and handed me huge chunks of consumers. I had a great ratings week. I ignored it because it played big on Twitter. But what plays on Twitter does not... On Twitter, Donald Trump has no allies. In reality, you know, he won like 42 states or whatever. So again, Baker plays well on social media because he's obnoxious and cocky and he plays social media. But in football circles, people are over him. And so I think the advantage I have in cable TV with those minute-to-minute ratings the next day is seeing what works and seeing what doesn't. And I think the media often falls for clickbaity Twitter stories that have no value. And I, and I think Baker's big there, but he's not—listen, he's, he's completing 56% of his throws, RJ. That isn't even—that's Tebow territory. Like, that's not just uh, disappointing. It's—with his weapons, it's egregiously bad.
6: Yeah, you got to wonder with Freddie Kitchens, though, if they wouldn't have traded away a a key lineman. And when you have a short quarterback, you really don't want pressure up the middle because they can't go anywhere. What did the Saints do? They have the best line in football, you might say. So to me, you got to wonder how much better Baker would be with an elite coach. And I guess my last point would be, you're right. Right now, the millennials are a minority of the country, but each year that passes – they're going to be a bigger and bigger percentage. I just wonder how they're going to evolve when they hit their 30s, because it seems like the attention getting that Baker does is really in the bones of the kids coming up in in their 20s. Now. Yeah,
5: although I would push back. Lamar uh, Lamar Jackson totally humble. Dak Prescott totally humble. Um, I those and how, two- many
6: co- how many commercials is Lamar in?
5: None. Deshaun Watson, coachable and humble. I see a lot of, I think overwhelmingly, Russell Wilson's not that old. Very humble. Andrew Luck was humble. I think the exception, the outlier is Baker. Sam Darnold, Josh Allen, very humble kids. So, I think, I think Baker is a bad—I I, I don't think that's the prototype going forward.
6: I agree with you about the players, and my final comment would be that the fans, though, the people who are observing this and watching your show and buying tickets, it seems like what Baker does plays well with the younger crowd.
5: Yes, it does. Now, thank God, in my radio world, 18- uh, to 28-year-old millennials don't listen to AM radio.
1: We've all felt left out. And for people who move to this country, that feeling lasts more than a moment. We can change that. Learn how at belongingbeginswithus.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game.